Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and today is the 8th of August 2023 and to be honest guys, there is not much going on so far as the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency market is concerned and to be honest since the last 24 hours, the numbers are pretty much looking the same but we have some massive news and that is regarding PayPal and they actually announced that they are going to be launching a stable coin but there was a lot of confusion and it looks like a lot of the scammers did actually take advantage of PayPal's new stable coin. So in today's episode, we definitely go and discuss what that drama was all about. And listen, guys, I'm just hoping that you were not one of them that actually did fall for the scam. So definitely unfortunate news. Now, guys, we have two updates today from Singapore and Singapore's Red Cross. They are definitely massive advocates of cryptocurrencies and they have started accepting cryptocurrencies. And the second news is regarding the Monetary Authority of Singapore and looks like they're investing 150 Singaporean dollars over the next three years under the renewed financial sector technology and innovation and in today's episode we'll go ahead and discuss what are the tasks of the financial sector technology and innovation and if you're someone in singapore guys you should know that singapore are definitely massive advocates of bitcoin cryptocurrencies and technology in general so definitely powerful and beautiful news not just in the cryptocurrency space but when you talk about adoption of newer technology singapore is definitely taking the lead now guys we have some unfortunate news and that is regarding Huobi exchange and at this point of time looks like there's some rumor and misleading information circulating regarding its insolvency and looks like a lot of the funds were actually withdrawn from Huobi so we'll definitely go ahead and discuss what that unfortunate news is all about and we'll also go ahead and discuss if it is a rumor or if it is some legitimate news so quite a lot of cover guys in today's episode and like we do in every crypto and coffee date podcast we are going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. Now the first news guys is all the way from Al Dhabi and it is a foundation that is in Abu Dhabi called as Venom Foundation and the news essentially is that UAE has signed to develop carbon credit systems on Venom Foundation blockchain so definitely powerful news I guess. So in today's episode we're definitely going to discuss what that news is all about and what is the potential impact of this news and to be honest guys news suggests this definitely makes UAE a massive advocate and welcomes new companies and institutions to join on board in the Middle East. And the second news cause is also to do with Middle East and blockchain company called as Beyond Imagination Technology, also called as BIT, is planning to expand to the Middle East and they have partnered with a company called as Abad Al Kayal. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss what this news is all about. So quite a lot of cover guys actually in today's episode. So let's start with it right away. Welcome to the Krypton Coffee at 8. The daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto & Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries 
and transforming societies. We'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8. And let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXB journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced Media Guys is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DJI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact, guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing, guys. They're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they're focusing on three Ps. That is people, planet, and prosperity. Now listen, guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing, guys. They also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so, guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also, guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing, and hosting training workshops, seminars, and community events that educate, inform, and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing. If you do want to support this channel, go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, Shalu Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal guys, they are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space, they are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space, which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE, but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Charlotte Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now, what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates, so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now, instead of E, they have replaced it with Web 3, and it is the number 3, mates.xyz. And guys, listen. Shalu Group has over half a century's worth of experience in luxury goods and then getting into the NFT space is a massive deal. Now if you're a sneakerhead, you definitely need to check out 
soulmates.xyz. And once again, guys, the number is 3 instead of an E. It has all the information. And in the show notes below, you'll get all the information. And listen, guys, if you want to be an early adopter, you can also pre-mint it at www.dreamin.xyz forward slash soulmates. So definitely check it out. And they have a Discord community as well. And guys, Nick, who is the head of corporate innovation at Charlotte Group and also the co-founder of Soulmates, has a WhatsApp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of NFTs, Metaverse and Web 3.0. So guys, check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the Soulmates OG NFT that is definitely going to shape the industry. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers a brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in metaverse and to grab their insights now listen all you have to do is download the app startup oi if you're using an android version go to google store and app store for ios devices alternatively you can also click on the show notes below to download startup oi next guys listen if you're into fitness if you're into adventure if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check there is a new podcast in town a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the middle east the podcast is called the race pace podcast so check out the race pace podcast across all leading platforms and the race pace podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the middle east from sandstorm to spartan race from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge and also the Government Gulf Games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get insights scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Coast Race podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now, guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kickstart by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. And as I mentioned earlier, guys, there's not much movement, particularly for the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is concerned. And the global cryptocurrency market is exactly the same as yesterday at $1.16 trillion. And since the last 24 hours, it has largely gone up by 0.07%. But listen to this matrix, guys. The total cryptocurrency market volume over the last 24 hours is currently at $32.82 billion. And since the last 24 hours, it is actually up by roughly around 60%. To be honest, it is up by 59.21%. 
Now, what this means, guys, when the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies does not increase, and if the total cryptocurrency market does actually jump up by, let's say, 50 or percent, it just means that people are actually buying, but at the same time selling their cryptocurrencies as well. And that is a bit unfortunate. Now, the total volume in DeFi, guys, is currently at $2.84 billion, and the total value locked is not looking good at all. It is at $40.91 billion. And Lido, guys, the protocol which I went in detail yesterday is definitely leading the packs of our total value locked is concerned at 14.73%. And unfortunately, guys, today when you look at the decentralized exchange to centralized exchange dominance, it is definitely gone down and it is down to 8.2%. Definitely not ideal. And DeFi, guys, as of today, accounts for 8.65% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. And last week, guys, we talked about an attack which did actually take place on core finance. And because of that, last week we talked all about decentralized finance. Unfortunately, it looks like our finances attack is definitely in control. Now, let's quickly look at the 24-hour volume. And the first protocol, guys, is no surprise, is Uniswap and its 24-hour volume is $429.55 million, followed by PancakeSwap at $155.7 million. And core finance, guys, now is $125.63 million. Now, mind you, guys, if you look at this data via DeFiLama.com, and if you actually look at the change since the last seven days, Core Finance is definitely up, and that is only because of the exploit that happened last week. Now, the number four protocol is Maverick Protocol, and its 24 hour volume is $55.04 million. And finally, Balancer at $43.54 million. Now, let's quickly look at the volume of stable coins, because to be honest, guys, there's a lot of news circulating regarding stable coins. And yesterday, guys, we talked about Ripple, how they are also planning to get into stable coins. And they are also venturing into central bank digital currency. And while I was actually preparing for this podcast on my YouTube channel, I did actually check that Hedera Hashgraph, they are actually planning to have an event completely free to attend via YouTube, where they are actually planning to launch stable coins on Hedera Hashgraph as well. Now, could it be signs that there is something massive being built on Hedera Hashgraph? I can only tell after I go ahead and attend that session. But look, guys, what I'd really recommend you to do is go to YouTube. And look out for Hedero Hashgraph's YouTube channel and they have a live session coming up roughly in the next 24 hours. So we'll definitely find out more information about that. And I'm pretty much sure I'll definitely cover that in my Crypto and Coffee Date podcast. Now the volume of stable coins is ridiculously low at $30.77 billion and it still accounts for 93.75% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. Definitely not ideal guys. To be honest in an idealistic world, I'm actually looking at the volume of stable coins to be roughly between the 15 to 30 billion dollars mark but it should account for let's say 20 to 30 percent of the total crypto market 24 hour volume and one fine day i'm hoping that the volume of DeFi definitely surpasses or is definitely more than what it is right now maybe three times of what it actually is right now when will that happen to be honest guys i really really am not sure now so far stable cons is concerned tether USDT is clearly an outlier and its 24 hour volume is 23.91 billion dollars Circle USDC's volume is $2.92 billion and Binance BUSD's volume, guys, is $1.43 billion. And yesterday, guys, for the very first time, Binance BUSD's volume was less than $1 billion. It was somewhere in the range of $900 million. Definitely not looking good for Binance BUSD. And as a matter of fact, if you look at Binance BUSD's market cap, it is down to $3.4 billion. And to be honest, guys, if this trend continues, I wouldn't be surprised if Binance BUSD is completely taken off from the cryptocurrency world. Definitely unfortunate and extremely, extremely scary to be honest. Now guys, let's discuss the market cap and 24-hour trading volume. 
between Bitcoin and Ethereum because Bitcoin's market cap, guys, to be honest, is relatively stable since the last few weeks. And right now it is at $567 million and Ethereum is at $219 billion. And later on, guys, when we are going to be discussing the detailed price of Bitcoin, we'll definitely go ahead and discuss what is it that institutions are doing. Do they actually believe in Bitcoin or are they actually going ahead and selling their Bitcoin? And we'll also go ahead and discuss what the general market sentiment towards Bitcoin is. Now, the 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin is $13.5 billion, whereas Ethereum is 5 0.8 billion dollars so if you look at the 24-hour trading volume guys bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume has definitely picked up pace the prices haven't increased this means that people are actually buying a lot of bitcoins but at the same time people are actually going ahead and selling their bitcoins as well so definitely not ideal to be honest now the dominance of bitcoin and ethereum is relatively consistent for almost three months now and bitcoin's dominance is 48.82 percent whereas ethereum is 18.90 percent now in today's episode guys let me very briefly run through the market cap of privacy coins and to be honest guys i really am not sure once worldcoin actually goes mainstream or if they have partnership let's say with government organizations what would be the use case of privacy preserving protocols such as monero because as we know guys monero is often a protocol which is considered a king of privacy coins and a lot of the governments all over the world including uae have completely disbarred or kind of indirectly and the use case of Monero. Now that thing being said, Monero's market cap is $2.90 billion and the price of XRM is $158.28. Mask Network is number second and its market cap is $279 million and the price is $3.41. Zcash Gas is $240 million and the price is $29.17. Decred is the fourth privacy preserving protocol via coin market cap and its market cap is $222 million and its price is $14.45. Harmony Gaza's market cap is $156 million. And if you look at the price, it is 0.0116 cents. And to be honest, guys, I really am curious to check what is the future of privacy preserving protocols as and when we find out news regarding Volcoin or OpenAI having some kind of partnership with government organization in order to go ahead and accept using the physical device that is called as OB in order to go ahead and do verification. Because to be honest guys, once that thing goes mainstream, why would you want to use privacy preserving protocols such as let's say Monero, Zcash, Mass Network and quite a lot of other. Now guys, in today's episode, let me very briefly run through one interesting protocol that is called as Chili's. And to be honest guys, they have definitely made quite a lot of news, particularly in the world of NFTs and also some news in the metaverse as well. So in today's episode, let me very briefly run through what Chili's is. And Chili's guys is a digital currency. That operates within the Socius platform and Socius Gas is a blockchain-based sports entertainment platform that allows fans to actively engage with their fan favorite clubs and teams as well. And through this platform, guys, fans can buy tokens using Chili's, and the ticket symbol for Chili's is CHZ or CHZ, which represents ownership of participating rights in the decision-making process of the chosen sports organization. And foreign tokens, guys, are like digital assets that fans can purchase using its token. And these tokens give fans the ability to participate in club-related decisions through, let's say, polls, surveys, and votes as well. And fans can influence choices ranging from team slogans and jersey designs to selecting opponents or exhibiting matches. And this engagement, guys, bridges the gap between being a passive spectator and an active participant in the club's activities. But my big question is, guys, when, let's say, a club goes and issues these tokens, could it be possibility that they actually own majority of the tokens? 
quite highly possible unless this data is completely open source only then we'll be able to identify that the people in the general mass do have access to majority of the token and not just the club owners so definitely a very crucial thing to think about now let me go ahead and briefly run through who the founders of chilis is because chilis guys was founded by alexander dreyfus a seasoned entrepreneur with experience in creating web-based companies and his vision for chilis was to empower fans and sports enthusiasts by allowing them to have a direct say in the decision-making process of sports organization and to be honest this approach aims to enhance fans loyalty and create revenue streams for clubs and chilis cars was formed in partnership with renowned clubs and organizations including barcelona or fc barcelona manchester city juventus and paris saint german as well or psg and these partnership enable fans to buy fan tokens associated with these clubs and participate in the activities as well and chilis cars had collaboration with ufc and gaming organization expanding its reach beyond traditional sports as well now let me very briefly run through the supply and token offerings because each sport organization has a finite supply of fan tokens which are initially offered through a process called as fan token offerings or fto and the opening price and total market cap of these tokens are disclosed beforehand and the token is a native currency used to acquire these fan tokens now so far as blockchain and technology is concerned guys chilis operates on various blockchain including ethereum Binance Smart Chain and Tron blockchain as well and this is where it gets interesting guys because the fan tokens are minted on Socius sidechain which uses a proof of authority consensus mechanism while this mechanism is less decentralized let's say than others it offers scalability and high security making it suitable for platforms needs and the Chilish token security is further ensured through audits by third party experts like Sotic and because of this nature guys and the fact that they're using a sidechain which is fairly centralized I do have this feeling that a lot of the tokens are actually owned by club owners. Now, so far as its continued growth is concerned, guys, Chili's is continually working on expanding its platform and engaging more fans. And it even established the Chili's Blockchain Campus, which is essentially a crypto incubator focused on promoting blockchain technology adoption. And despite its current success, Chili's does believe it has significant and that potential and aims to include a larger network of teams within its platform. Imagine, guys, in a country like India. There are roughly 1.5 billion people, and cricket is a massive, massive game. Having Chile's adopted in that country, or with IPL, that is Indian Premier League, will be an absolutely game changer. For some regards, Chile's is a digital currency that powers social platform, allowing sports fans to actively participate in the decision-making process of their favorite clubs through the purchase of fan tokens. And this innovative approach enhances fan engagement fosters a closer connection between fans and the teams and opens up a new revenue stream for sports organization. Now let me very briefly run through some of the tokenomics and how many coins are there in circulation because the total supply of Chili's or its token symbol called CHZ or CHZ is 8.8 billion minted at its launch in October 2018 and they are distributed to early contributors and mind you guys there was no public sales beyond what was made available through exchanges and the token distribution is as follows. 15% is given to strategic acquisition, 5% to the team, 7% to seed investors, 3% to advisory boards, 15% to marketing, 20% to user base, and 34.5% to token sale. And it's important to note, guys, initially Chili's launched an ERC20 token, but it was later also redesigned to BEP2 compatible. That is Binance Enhancement Proposal, that is to do with Binance Blockchain and owning Binance Launch Pool's role. In releasing for fan tokens was part of the strategic partnership and chilies is also available 
Intron blockchain as well and they're using TRC20. So those were some bits and pieces of information guys regarding Chili's. Now guys let's look at the king of all kings and that is Bitcoin and unfortunately guys there's not much movement. So far as the price of Bitcoin is concerned it is at $29,180 and since the last 24 hours it is marginally up by 0.49% and since the last 7 days it is marginally down by 0.18%. Now what happens guys every Monday glass nodes they tend to provide a weekly insight of what is going on particularly in the world of bitcoin and along with glass nodes coin shares they tend to provide a weekly insight on what has happened in the previous week as well and one of the report by coin shares states that bitcoin funds weekly outflows of 111 million dollars and it is the most outflow since march of 2023 so it looks like guys bitcoin miners and investors are definitely digging out their funds and investors have actually stopped shorting bitcoin for the first time in three months now what i'm going to be doing guys in tomorrow's episode i'll definitely go out and look at it in detail now in my crypto and coffee day podcast guys i used to cover both the news but what i found out guys that what happens in the previous week unfortunately does not have any resemblance or any connection with what is currently going on because unfortunately the information that they have provided is to do with past week and there is no correlation in what is going on in the current week or in the next coming weeks but in tomorrow's episode i'll definitely go ahead and touch base on glassnode's weekly insight and conscious report which they often tend to provide via medium as well and guys the price of a tm that is a first world computer is at 1826 dollars and since the last 24 hours it is marginally down by 0.02 percent since the last seven days it is down by 1.58 percent now to be honest guys one of the worries thing for me is binance bnb chain and binance bnb coins price is 241 dollars so it looks like no matter what is happening with binance the price is relatively consistent and unfortunately this just means that there might be some mechanism or some centralized entity that is going ahead and managing and making sure that the price of binance bnb coin is consistent definitely not ideal now since the last 24 hours it is down by 0.41 percent and since the last seven days it is marginally up by 0.30%. Now guys, there is some massive drama going on in the world of PayPal. And PayPal, as we know, guys, have actively been involved in cryptocurrency since the last few years. Now what happened earlier today is PayPal did actually unveil a new stablecoin, which is essentially tethered to the value of the US dollar. Now mind you guys, what I'd really recommend you to do is, in order to look at the official information, go to the PayPal website and read through the bits and pieces of information and the link is in the show notes below and it's so critical to understand that the issuance and the custody of paypal usd is actually performed by paxos now what happened is something interesting following the announcement of paypal of the introduction of a novel stablecoin asset named pyusd a wave of counterfeit paypal tokens did actually emerge and what was scary is that they actually did emerge on decentralized exchanges as well including unisop and looks like guys a lot of the people did actually fall for the scam and the reason why this has happened is only because of the absence of an official release of PYUSD tokens addressed by PayPal or Paxos. So let's say had PayPal or Paxos did actually mention the actual token address then people would be aware that this is the actual legitimate address. Unfortunately guys there was no release of PYUSD's token address and because of that there were quite a lot of fraudulent tokens crafted to ensnare unwary traders. And at this point of time, guys, Paxos and PayPal have disseminated information about the stablecoins on the individual website. And if you actually go to Paxos website, they do actually state that they have a transparency report. And that report is scheduled for publication 
on September of 2023. So let me actually break down a little bit further for you guys. Because PayPal recently announced a novel stablecoin called PayPalUSD, which is essentially designed to have a value equivalent of the US dollar. However, guys, the launch of PayPalUSD had led to confusion and concerns due to the absence of official information regarding its token contract. And because this information was missing, it did give rise to a wave of counterfeit tokens that were being traded on decentralized exchange and also platforms like Ubisoft. And these counterfeit tokens were designed to deceive unsuspecting traders. And the announcement from PayPal and Paxos about PYUSD introduction can actually be found on the respective website. Now, while both companies have provided information about the stablecoin, crucial details about the token contract itself have not been made available on these platforms. And this lack of clarity, guys, led to uncertainty and speculation within the cryptocurrency community. And Paxos, a company involved in creation of PYUSD, has indicated that the initial attestation report for stablecoins will actually be published in September of 2023. Now, mind you guys, at this part of time, specific details about the contract tokens are still not provided, but it has been disclosed that PYUSD will operate on an ERC20 token on the Ethereum blockchain. And guys, the absence of information about the processing or minting PYUSD tokens at this part of time seems plausible, and some individuals have suggested that a particular contract is visible via Etherscan, a platform that actually displays Ethereum blockchain data that could potentially be the official one, but this has not been officially confirmed either by Paxos or by PayPal. So when you look at that information, let's say via Twitter, you definitely need to double check the information, guys. And like I always say, guys, always look at information from first source. And unfortunately, this state of uncertainty has given rise to misleading tokens, such as those labeled as PYUSD and PayPal coin as well infiltrating decentralized exchange markets like Uniswap as well and one of the example guys is a token also called as PayPal token did actually garner a lot of attention and to be honest guys I'm pretty much sure there are more of these fake tokens circulating as well and I very specifically remember when Facebook did actually plan to launch its Libra token a lot of my colleagues actually sent me a message stating that they have already purchased Libra tokens and they were early adopters and I actually told them that the Libra token is still in the process and there are no tokens even being created and unfortunately it looks like they were duped and they did get a lot of money and to be honest guys these deceptive tokens could potentially result in unsuspecting individuals losing a lot of funds and to be honest guys several individual members of the cryptocurrency community using twitter did actually bring the perplexing situation to the attention of paypal as a matter of fact one individual even actually advised paypal to display the rc20 contract address for PYUSD on the official landing page and to be honest guys once that thing is out this thing should be solved in an instant and this would actually provide traders with certainty when conducting transactions involving PYUSD outside of the PayPal platform. Now what happened guys looking at the drama, Paxos did actually address the situation by sharing the official token contract and corresponding GitHub repository on a social media platform and according to the information available via Etherscan. The maximum total supply of PYUSD token is currently at 26.9 million. So make sure guys you look at information by Paxos and look at the smart contract and go ahead and read through the code as well. So in summary guys it's important to note that the introduction of PayPal's new stablecoin called as PYUSD has caused confusion due to the absence of an official contract and the lack of clarity has led to creation of counterfeit tokens and has sparked concerns within the cryptocurrency community. But Paxos did actually go ahead and share the address and looks like for as of now, this issue has definitely been resolved. Now guys, let's discuss two news regarding Singapore. And the first news guys is regarding Singapore Red Cross. 
and therefore announced their partnership with the first triple payment gateway licensed by the Monetary Authority of Singapore, that is called as Triple A, and looks like they want to enable the options for anonymous donations in cryptocurrencies as well, and all donations will be converted into fiat currency and settled via bank transfer within just one business day. So definitely beautiful and powerful news. Now listen guys, when Shiba Inu was actually launched, the anonymous team from Shiba Inu did actually send trillions of Shiba Inu to Vitalik Buterin and at that point of time I do actually believe he received roughly around 7 billion dollars worth of Shiba Inu but what Vitalik Buterin did, he sent 4 billion dollars worth of Shiba Inu token to Covid relief in India and guys I've been tracking that data and unfortunately guys no one in India has got that funds and for some odd reason all the funds did actually come to Dubai and then went to UK and there were roughly around 12 banks involved and unfortunately the price of 4 billion dollars did actually go down to less than 1 billion dollars and at this point of time I'm still not sure if people in India did actually get this fund and mind you guys I'm talking about the news that did actually take place 3 years ago so unfortunately it looks like the funds has completely disappeared or some fraudulent people might have taken those funds and guys listen when we talk about donations the use case of cryptocurrency should be such that it should be peer to peer there should be no middle person unfortunately in case of covid relief funds which was donated by Vitalik Buterin there were quite a lot of party involved and most of the banks were actually from UAE but that is a completely different topic altogether now so far as the news regarding Singapore Red Cross is concerned Benjamin William the Secretary General and the CEO of Singapore Red Cross expressed excitement about embracing the cryptocurrency donation because he believes that by accepting digital currency they can engage in the tech savvy donor group who want to use their digital assets for charitable purposes and this move also provides an avenue for younger generations familiar with digital currencies to participate in philanthropy and support vulnerable communities as well so definitely beautiful news i guess now the second news cause is also to do with singapore and the news is that the monetary authority of singapore is willing to commit up to 150 million singaporean dollars over the next three years under the renewed financial sector technology and innovation scheme also called as fsdi 3.0 and listen guys there are three core areas that they're actually focusing on or they will be focusing on these three new tracks the first one is enhanced center of excellence track the second one is innovation acceleration track and finally guys environmental social and governance that is esg fintech track now to be honest guys these kind of news definitely helps the broader ecosystem and so far as fsdi or financial sector technology innovation 3.0 program is concerned it is a program by monetary authority of singapore that will support the development and adoption of advanced capabilities in artificial intelligence and data analytics as well and regulation technology called as RELTEC within the financial sector and the focus will be promoting IDA that is artificial intelligence and data analytics adoption with smaller financial firms and helping less digitally mature firms acquiring RELTEC solutions and applicants guys will also need to invest in talent development to enhance the local fintech workforce and since 2015 guys the Financial Sector Development Fund or FSDF in Singapore has granted $340 million through the FSDI program to draft technology innovation and finance and the Ministry of Authority in Singapore has successfully initiated transformative projects like SGF Index, Purpose Bound Money, Responsible AI, Sustainable Finance via Project Green Print and cross-border payment initiatives as well and to be honest guys the previous FSDI versions strengthen digital capabilities in financial institutions benefiting them and their clients through the COVID-19 pandemic as well and the goal guys of FSDI 3.0 
is to continue collaborating with industry to advance meaningful financial innovation. This causes such a powerful news. And to be honest, guys, when it comes to cryptocurrencies and blockchain as well, a lot of the companies at this point of time are still moving to Singapore. Now, guys, let's discuss some drama going on in the world of Huawei. And Decrypt, one of the leading and my favorite online publication, did actually state that Huawei is currently grappling with rumors of insolvency amidst hefty outflows. Now, let me just very briefly run through the key matrix because Huawei Exchange Cars did have an outflow of $64 million over the weekend and the total value log, if you actually check by defilama.com from $3 billion, it has gone to $2.5 billion in just a month. And to be honest, guys, if you look at the data via defilama.com, it does show on a downtrend. However, guys, what happened is that a crypto analyst called as Adam Cochran dismissed the claims by company's community manager that his information has been pure rumors. So let me very briefly run through what this news is all about. And I really am hoping, guys, that you are not someone who has been affected by it. Now, Adam Cochran, guys, is a respected figure in the cryptocurrency community, known for his insights, who drew attention by raising concerns about Huawei's financial stability. And Cochran's analysis revolved around key several key points. He noted that Binance, a major player in the cryptocurrency market, began a significant sale of Terra USDT, which is a widely used stablecoin or the king of all stablecoin. And he speculated that Tether's sale might be linked to potential financial troubles, or Huawei suggesting that Tether was actually being sold due to Huawei's possible insolvency. And he also observed peculiar balance shares within Huawei over the past months, which he considered noteworthy given the context. And he also tried to connect it, let's say, with Tron and police investigation rumors as well. And Cotton further connected his observation to rumors circulating about Huawei's executives and personal from Tron, which is a prominent blockchain protocol founded by notorious Justin Sun. And reports suggest that these individuals were being questioned by law enforcement. And Cotton, to be honest, guys, went as far as posting a list of names alleging that these individuals had been detained for questioning. And the list included several high-ranking figures at Huawei and Tron blockchain as well, such as Head of Human Resources, Server Operations, Product and Chain Technology, all reporting to Tron's CTO that is Laurent Zong. Mighty Gazi shared all the information via Twitter itself and his tweet with the list of names was actually deleted as his claims were suspicions about potential issues with both Huawei and Tron. Now here's the interesting bit guys because there is an area of missing funds and allegations via his tweet as well and Cochran did actually dwell into a theory involving missing funds and the potential utilization to bolster the yields of various DeFi protocols applications operated by the notorious Justin Sun on the Tran platform and he actually argued that even with these allegations, Justin Sun's obligation to Huawei seemed to be only about half of the total. Mind you guys, in respect to these allegations, Huawei did actually respond to Cochran's claims and the head of social media took to Twitter to dismiss any rumors of police involvement and assure the public that the exchange operation were proceeding as usual. And here's a bit of drama cast because the head of the social media did actually call for more investigation into the sources of information and cautioned against spreading fear, uncertainty and doubt. And if you look at the source of information that Cochran states, Cochran has maintained the accuracy of his claims revealing that a senior executive in Tron, with substantial experience and direct knowledge of the investigation, provided him with the information, and he also has taken a very firm ground on it, emphasizing that individuals connected to Tron were indeed under criminal investigation. Now, what is the future of it, guys? I really am not sure, because to be honest, guys, the situation does add to all these challenges throughout the current year. And earlier in the year, guys, I remember the exchange did actually face difficulties 
and they did actually lay off 20% of the staff and received an order to cease operation in Malaysia as well and I'm pretty much sure I did actually cover this news in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast and there were also reports early in the year that a C-level executive did actually depart from the exchange as well. Now in summary guys, Huawei's cryptocurrency exchange is currently grappling with rumors of insolvency and this is because of significant outflows and a decline in the total value lock or TVL and what I'd really recommend you to do is guys make sure your funds are always with you and move it let's say in a hardware wallet and it's always critical to understand not your keys not your crypto so it's going to be really interesting to see guys to be honest what the future of Huawei exchanges now guys let's discuss two news on Dubai UAE and the Middle East and to be honest guys both the news are fairly positive news and the first news is that UAE has signed a deal to develop carbon credit systems on Venom blockchain so let me go ahead and break down what this news is all about because UAE's renewed focus on carbon emission reduction extends to local levels as well and each of the seven emirates have introduced individual programs and program alliance with overarching goals of achieving net zero by 2050 and Abu Dhabi one of the emirates did actually showcase a comprehensive program and Crown Prince Sheikh Khalid bin Mohammed bin Zayed approved the Abu Dhabi's plan as well and local programs contribute to the broader national climate change agenda as well and UAE's commitment to carbon neutrality drives regional initiatives and multi-pronged approach addresses emissions across various sectors are also in place and cars localized efforts aim to bring emirates in line with the 2050 target and collaborative approach involves both national and emirate level strategies and Abu Dhabi's program signifies a significant step towards sustainability as well and Sheikh Khalid bin Mohammed bin Zayed's approval highlights leadership role and a comprehensive program likely covers diverse aspects of emission reduction and emirate level initiative reflects UAE's dedication to global environmental goals and UAE's approach involves integrating climate consideration at various levels and localized program cars demonstrate UAE's holistic commitment to change and cause a collaborative effort enhances the nation's climate resilience and impact and Abu Dhabi's plans likely has sectors like energy, transport and more and local initiatives complement the overarching national emission reduction as well and cause as we know UAE's climate strategies address both policy and practical implementation and approval by high-ranking officials emphasize commitment and urgency and Abu Dhabi's comprehensive approach should serve as a model maybe for other cities and countries as well and to be honest guys, the multifaceted efforts reinforces UAE standing in global sustainability discussion and the United Arab Emirates inclusive approach in cases national and Emirates stakeholders for impactful change and look guys, all of this data is practically going to be stored on Venom blockchain so definitely, definitely powerful news and mind you guys, it's so critical to understand as long as it is done in an open blockchain that is a brilliant use case of using blockchain technology but doing it let's say in a permission blockchain defeats the whole purpose of using cryptocurrencies or blockchain as well for that matter now guys let's discuss the second news and that is regarding a company called as beyond imagination technology and they are planning to expand in the middle east so let me go ahead and break down what this news is all about because beyond imagination technology also called as bit expands to the middle east to partnership with abad al-kayal and abad al-kayal guys is a saudi-based licensed blockchain company and bit also called as beyond imagination technology is a blockchain web3 tech company focused on innovation solutions and so far as Abad al-Kayal is concerned they leverage blockchain and artificial intelligence for businesses in the digital era and this partnership aims to create a positive social impact and technological innovation and to be honest guys this collaboration focuses on fostering blockchain adoption and innovation across industries and Bit Memoir 
BID's flagship solution offers digital certificates through blockchain as well and Bigma Moral converts personal identifiers into digital certificates or NFTs and Middle East cars as you know is a hub for tech advancement and Bigma Moral sees potential for blockchain and Bits expansion aims to contribute to digital transformation and economic growth and they offer decentralized applications, smart contracts and secure data management as well and Gaza mission is to empower business with transparent and efficient blockchain solutions and as we know guys Saudi Arabia's 2030 is a massive deal and to be honest keeping in mind the vision they actually focusing on digital transformation and technological advancements and Abad al-Khayal and Bits strive to contribute to Saudi Arabia's tech-driven goals and Princess Heisha al-Saud highlights positive impact on economy and education because of this collaboration so definitely powerful news and Bits expansion open doors for partnership in education finance, healthcare and more and BitMemoi leverages blockchain's immutability, transparency and security and Bit plans to establish more regional offices and collaborate with local partners and Gas Bit or Beyond Imagination Technology aims for knowledge sharing and blockchain education and BitMemoi is adopted by institutions like the University Dach and Bignard and AUALCPI and they have also collaborated with NIA Protocol for expertise and innovation and according to the news guys, the partnership envisions a brighter, interconnected future through blockchain and their expansion plan signifies commitment to reshaping technology and driving positive change. So definitely, definitely powerful news. So those are the news guys from Crypto and Coffee Bait from Blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to infoblockchaindxb.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my website that is area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse and guys if you like listening to this podcast please click on the follow button give it a five star rating and share the word across now for the next few minutes is going to be an ask anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding bitcoin blockchain beyond blockchain cryptocurrencies nfts DeFi, and metaverse so let's get started with the ask anything series Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DX. We listen to the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have a question by Keen who asks Do you think Singapore adoption is better than Dubai? At this point of time, definitely yes, Keen. Because if you look at the number of companies that are actually incorporated in Singapore, it is definitely quite a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if it is maybe three or five times more than what Dubai is right now. With that thing being said, the trend is definitely changing and to be honest a lot of the companies from Singapore are definitely shifting the base to Dubai and even the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia but will this trend continue or really I'm not sure because when I'm researching the news what a lot of the companies are doing is they are still having the office in Singapore and they're not changing their headquarters so to speak let's say from Singapore to Dubai they are maybe having a second headquarter in Dubai or let's say they're having branches and offices in Dubai so it looks like at this point of time Singapore adoption is still definitely there but could it be possible that Dubai overtakes Singapore? To be honest knowing how the country works I wouldn't be surprised that that thing is definitely definitely possible but rather than competing what I'm noticing again is that the Dubai government is actually working together with Singapore and even with South Korean countries as well and other countries as well and that to be honest is a win-win solution isn't it? But to answer your question what I do envision let's say in the next two years or five years down the line that Dubai hopefully might take a lead so far as cryptocurrency, blockchain and let's say web 3 adoption is concerned in comparison let's say to Singapore. 
And to be honest, in three to five years' time, I'm really curious to check the adoption in Saudi Arabia as well. And one thing which I'm noticing is that a lot of the companies are actually moving the headquarters from Dubai to Saudi Arabia. And look, this is what I often say, that a lot of companies moving to Dubai is definitely great. But at the same time, Dubai is turning out to be a red ocean. And red ocean means there are a lot of competitors. And the ocean is actually red in color, which means there is blood in the market. But so far, Saudi Arabia is concerned with this blue ocean. So a lot of the early adopters will be the ones who will be moving the base to Saudi Arabia. But these are just my thoughts, King. But it is definitely a brilliant question. I'm really curious to check what will happen, let's say, two to five years from now. So definitely a good question. And that's about all, guys. Somebody ask me anything serious on Blockchain DXB. In case you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxb.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five star rating, and share the word across. And guys, remember Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8:30 a.m. We have crypto and coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. Another series of episodes on the crypto and coffee date works. We usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the browser of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact on the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs. DeFi and Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening and have a nice one. Bye-bye.